The following is a presentation of the Chicago Bears Network. Now on News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, this is the Bears Coaches Show with Bears head coach Matt Nagy, the coaching staff, and Bears management. The Bears Coaches Show is brought to you by Whitley, CBAs, and consultants, and sponsored by Advocate Healthcare, Hilton, and the Village of Bedford Park. Now from Hallis Hall, here's the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. And a great evening, everybody. Welcome into PNC Studios at Hallis Hall as the Bears Coaches Show rolls on here as we head into week 10 of the season. Head coach Matt Nagy with you until 8 o'clock tonight. We'll be joined by defensive coordinator Vic Fangio as well. Good to have you, coach. 41-9 certainly feels good, looks good. <laughs> Smiles all around, huh? Yeah, that was fun. No, that was a fun game and just awesome for the guys to come out and play. And We had a great week of practice and translated to the game. And, and um, you know, to that, that's a... That's a, uh, a game that we, we understood going into a hostile environment, uh, tough crowd, and, and a team that was uh, a little bit wounded, and you just never know. And so our guys came out, and credit to them for playing hard and fast and physical and got some turnovers on defense, some touchdowns, and uh, came out with the win. Yeah, I want to go back to uh, that practice uh, comment. You brought it up earlier today with the media. You said it was the best of the year, potentially, uh, practice. What about it? What makes practice during a week of prep special and then you know it because sometimes I've heard that from coaches and they doesn't really translate why do you think this this particular week well it's crisp you know and and the guys when they're when they're practicing uh right now what's happened is you start to lose some reps um just to help save uh on on the wear and tear of these guys uh bodies physically and so you're looking for great quality mental reps and when they're out there it's uh, not making mistakes. It's it's um, still playing fast in practice. And so when you play fast in practice and you try to simulate the game tempo and then you don't make mistakes or, or mental errors on any side of the ball uh, and it's sharp, it's crisp, it, it you know, the, the periods go fast because there's less mistakes, there's less repeated plays. And um, that's what we had this past week. You could see it. I thought our coaches really coached their tails off. You could, you could, just, there was just a, a sense of uh, uh, a lot of focus. And we talked about it each day, and uh, even up until our, our walkthrough on Saturday, where that's really completely a, a mental day. And our guys were sharp, and so we were four for four this week. And um, you don't always have that, unfortunately, but we, we had it this week, and, and I had a good feeling going into it. What's the best way, then, to carry that momentum into another week of doing the same thing? Is it possible? Is it something now that this is the new the new ceiling uh, for, for practice? Life's defining yeah, you, moments. You, you, you end up wanting to, uh, to make this uh, be completely normal. This is the norm, and... Uh, our guys are learning that everybody here is learning that and so that's my job as the head coach to to keep my thumb down on that and make sure that we all understand that we need to be completely dialed in we need to be focused on all the details and not get complacent which we've talked about all year long and and um, that's that's where we're at so it's not hard especially coming into a division game coming back home um, and, and that's all we're focused on right now is the Detroit Lions. How'd you do it for yourself? You're putting thumb on everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. How do you do Matt Nagy? Well, it's it's not hard because I understand. You know, I, I, I realize uh, the importance of where we're at right now. I know everybody's looking for me with my direction and my leadership. That's why I'm here. And, uh, and I've learned from one of the best in the league in Coach Reed. So uh, just going through uh, the, these long seasons, um, you know, we just finished, got through our, our, uh, our eighth game and, 
and for us now to uh, to be where we're at now, it's the second half of the season. But a Saturday uh, really night live sketch didn't the, go the over first, well, uh, and you know, stay within the. Um, the, the this this start of the third third quarter for us and it happens to be at home and and uh, we're looking forward to it. If you had to deal with this defense yourself, <laughs> uh, how, how would you do it? Because um, they really played hard yesterday. Just going over it again. Uh, just everybody, like you said earlier today, flying around the effort inside in the trenches, the DBs on it. Everything was really, uh, really something defensively. It was. It was everywhere, and that, that's what I appreciate so much from these guys and and our uh, our offense and our special teams feed off of that. Um, the defense feeds off of it from each other. You know, if the defensive linemen are getting pressure on the quarterback, um, then it buys the DBs some time to be able to you know close on any any separation that the wide receivers create, and then vice versa. If the if the DBs are locking down the wide receivers, then it gives the D linemen more time to to get to the quarterback. And then at the second tier, you have the linebackers and they're flying around horizontally from sideline to sideline. I thought you saw that all day oh, yesterday. Yeah. And then you get down in the trenches and, and our guys just made a nice, tough, uh, tough couple hits there, couple, uh, tough couple tackles um, on their running backs. And just, uh, you, you felt it in the game. You watch it on video. You see it on tape, and it, it all stuck out. Offensively, you know, not many snaps, obviously. Yeah. That, that's fine and when you got 41 on the board and, you know that's that's great. Uh, in this league right now, it appears you're going to need to score points. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be one of those teams, and you guys are right now. Last four games, um, the the scoring average is way up. You're fifth in the league as it is. I think that for fans is is what's coming back to me is most exciting. Is that you guys are scoring almost 30 points a game, and you're not even there yet. Yeah, right. You're right. And and yesterday was a. Yesterday was a strange game on the offensive side of the ball, just with only having 46 plays. Um, the first half was somewhat normal. Uh, when you have two defensive touchdowns uh, w- within one quarter, your plays are going to be limited. And then when you have a lead like we had uh, in the third quarter, they, they they took some time off the clock on the first drive. They went down and kicked a field goal. Then we came right back and had a long pass interference call on, on their defense. And then we ended up getting a field goal. So, Two possessions went by there, and um, it was it was you know one field goal for another, and you, you stretched out you know eight minutes on the clock in that quarter, and before you know it, it's the fourth quarter and you're in four minute mode. So it was a strange day um, for the offense, but that's how it goes. And 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 again, all we care about is that score and being able to to put up 41 points on the road. Um, is 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 great to have and and uh, and it's a credit to all the guys. Well, you save some 30 plays that you never touched. That's you know, right. In your books, so That's you can roll exactly it out for right. something yep. else. Yep. <laughs> you know, you know, at one point in the game, you had four running backs in, and they called a timeout, and Tom Thayer literally blurted out, "Oh, like, like something bad," because we wanted. We wanted to see what was next. <laughs> you know, that's the the thing about you. I'm sure your guys feel the same way when they get thrown in there with Eddie Jackson in the slot that one time, and just these little things that that really get your attention and cause another team to prepare for it. But can you can you appreciate that though? From yeah, a I do. I like, think it's great. We have a we have a bunch of great talented athletes on our team, and we're going to use everybody. And 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 again, that that's part of why we do what we do is to have fun. And I'm a big believer in that, and the guys like it. And and uh, if you can create an advantage somehow, uh, whether it's through personnel's or formations or play concepts, and let's do it. And um, you know, we we try to mix our our personnel's up a little bit, and we may be a little bit unconventional, um, which is okay because that stresses the defense. And 
And uh, we just try to use it Guys to our advantage. Guys are going to start coming to your door. Hey, coach, <laughs> put me in, man. Yeah, they're already you, starting. You know they are. Yeah, I know they are. They have to be. That's for sure. Our first segment in the books with head coach Matt Nagy for the 5-3 and three Bears hitting the midpoint in terms of the actual 16-game season with Detroit coming in on Sundays. Let's step away now. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continues. He's got it back to his left. Three receivers to the right. He takes the snap coming oh. to the near side. Oh, good. And intercepted out of the deflection. Leonard Floyd, five, end zone. Touchdown, Bears. Number two today. They are around the ball. The celebration begins in the end zone. Bears extend their lead to 20 to nothing here in Buffalo. And it would grow larger. The Bears finish off the Bills 41-9. The pick six by Leonard Floyd, the first of his NFL career. Welcome back to the Bears Coaches Show. Brought to you by Whipley Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. And uh, he, he almost was relieved. The way he flung that football into the stands, you can't, you can't fault him, right? You know, Leonard was happy. No, you can't. And it was a great play. Um, you know, first of all, getting the tip ball up in the air and then for Leonard to be there in position to catch it. And then take those long strides into the end zone, and then he, like you said, he flung it into the end, into the uh, stands, and and uh, I'm, you know, I'm sure it felt really good. Yeah, he was auditioning, you know, for an offensive mm-hmm. spot, you know, show good <laughs> hands, good, good instincts to run with the ball. No, he, I, I thought he played well. Uh, I thought he was close on a number of things. He got a tip pass. He sniffed out a screen. I mean, he did some good things. Oh, he did a lot of good things, and that that's the thing that, you know, it's one thing. To, to get sacks, it's another thing to affect the passer. But this kid is just playing uh, with a very high motor every single play. He, he had a play um, where he made a tackle, and he just collapsed the pocket and came down on the back. And it, it was just – it might have been one of the best plays of the game, and, and it's, it probably may go unnoticed. But uh, he's making a lot of great plays right now, and uh, as is that whole defense. I mean, you, you go around, and I went around this morning and just tried to, uh, you know, pin it down as to who, who really – stepped up and wasn't one guy and it wasn't I no. mean it, it was literally everybody from the defensive line to the linebackers to the DBs to the coaches it was just uh, fun that, really fun effort you could see yeah, it was fast effort all the way through the game yep. to the end of the game to the very last play with the yeah. sack I mean honestly um, Aaron Lynch and let, let's talk about Eddie mm-hmm. Goldman too you brought him up today he had four tackles last week against the Jets uh, and, and that's the part of the game you really got to watch the tape and slow it down to see exactly what he was doing in there but he he was he was using great. his leverage and getting making plays. He made a lot of great plays, and and when you're in the trenches in there, there's a lot of big bodies and a lot of uh, uh, people that you can't see. But when you actually sit down and you break down the tape, uh, you you realize how great of a game that he played. I mean, a lot of double teams. He's in there with 600 pounds going after him, and uh, um, so he's making great plays. And I, I just I really was uh, I, I thought that was really neat at how hard he played, and and as is all the other guys too. And, and, you know, you could say what you want about opponents and how you evaluate things. People write about it all the time. But you know what? You play who you play. It doesn't matter. I, you got to respect every single opponent. And your your guys definitely did that. Yeah, without a doubt. You, you have to. And we, we, the, the parity in this league is just way too, way too common. And, um, you know, there, there's no reason for, for any letdown or for us. I and mean, we're, we're not good enough of a team to do that. That's not, I mean, we, we're trying to create our own identity right now. And every game is, is, uh, is, is just so important. And so for our guys to come out here and be focused and uh, from start to finish is what we needed. I'm glad you use that word identity again, because you had talked to, to us many times early in the season about, you know, hoping around mid season mm-hmm. to have your identity t- chiseled out. 
So is the statue done on what the identity is? Are you still chipping away at the block of granite? And what's your opinion about it, about, about yeah. it right now? So we're, we're still chipping away. We're not there yet, but we're getting close. And what I like is that we're, we're figuring out ways. Um, we've been in different styles of games um, with big leads. We've played from behind. We've played close ones um, in the third and fourth quarter. Uh, but the, the good thing is that th- throughout it all, I think the biggest separation um, towards the end of a game would have been the Patriots game when we were down 14 points uh, in the fourth quarter. But for the most part, our guys are learning how to play these four quarters. And and um, defensively, our guys are flying around. Offensively, we're still working on some things. But I, I really like the growth of our offense individually where we're getting our timings getting better. Our offensive line is doing a good job of protecting for Mitch. And in special teams, I thought it might have been one of their best games of the year yesterday with with Cody kicking two field goals and and five extra points and then with Pat having some great punts and then guys our gunners running downfield and, and creating great field position yeah and Tree Cohen crazy Same punt thing. Again, yeah right? always and uh I gave Pat Scales uh, a little uh, shout out he had his first special teams tackle yep so yep. you know when no, your long snappers getting a tackle that's always good everybody's yeah, playing let's hard. go everybody's playing hard uh Really, I got to, again, commend the coaching staff because, and Tom talks about it all the time, there's, there's never been a moment, whether it be a practice that we saw in training camp or a situation where you had to get somebody ready to fill in and play because of injury or performance or whatnot, that these guys aren't, they are ready to go. They know exactly what is being asked of them. You guys as coaches are doing an unbelievable job of preparing, for the, preparing these guys Um you talk about your staff, but even today, the defensive assistants and offensive assistants were able to talk to the media today and just hearing the exuberance by which they feel about these guys, about teaching these guys. They're genuinely excited about it. Now, winning certainly helps, but I think it's just in their DNA, this collection of coaches. Would you say that's accurate? For sure. No, we, we have a, we, we have great, great, great coaches on this staff that work really well together. They all care about each other. Um, there's zero egos, and I think that's the the part that is so big in this league is when you have guys that uh, truly love what they're doing. Um, they love trying to to teach um, to teach their players everything they possibly can to help them get better. Um, they try to really bring out all their strengths, um, try to fix their weaknesses player-wise. And then, you know, the, the part that goes unnoticed is the relationships that are built with these coaches um, as in nights like tonight when there's meetings going on and trying to figure out what's the best way to attack an opponent, the communication, the collaboration with each other, um, and then on game day just motivating your players and, and being there for each other. And that's that's why in the end uh, when we celebrate after these games, there's just so much effort that goes into it for the players and the coaches. And when you do it, you do it all together. Matt Nagy and the Bears Coaches Show coming up at the bottom of the hour. Vic Fangio, the defensive coordinator, will – Join the program as well. And the Chicago Bears Network presents Inside the Bears, brought to you by Verizon. Anthony Adams and Lawrence Greeden cover the world of Bears football on and off the field every Sunday night, 11.05 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Or watch anytime at chicagobears.com or on the Bears official app. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy and this hour featuring defensive coordinator Vic Fangio brought to you by Whipley CBAs and Consultants and sponsored by Athletico Physical Therapy, Verizon and Miller Lite. Once again, the voice of the Bears, WBBM's Jeff Joniak. Play fake, Peterman going to throw. Peterman taps the ball, working over the middle. What an interception by Kyle Fuller. He snagged it, stays on his feet. He's got a little bit of an escort as he winds his way to the 28-yard line of Buffalo. 
Man, oh man. Kyle Fuller, it appeared to me, caught the nose of the football in that interception. That was a heck of a play. Yes, it was. Vic Fangio joining us here on the Bears Coaches Show. You break it down for us a little more than I described it because uh, I thought it was an outstanding, outstanding pluck out of the air. It was. He had tight coverage on his guy. The guy ran an in route, which is always hard to cover in certain coverages. And he was tight enough, and um, we had decent rush, and he plucked it out of the air. You know, again, a lot of times interceptions it can be tips or something. But uh, he's had a couple here of late that have been really nice plays. Yeah, and our share of uh, ricochets and, you know, with the tight coverage. And he played really wonderful yesterday, obviously getting a lot of attention for his performance, uh, involved in all three of the interceptions. And uh, it's just his physicality. It's it's there. It's always been there, as a matter of fact. But his confidence level seems to be very high, and the respect of his teammates is also equally as high. Well, anytime you can exp experience success, that um, goes a long way in, you know, improving your own confidence and attitude and and the uh, attitude of others also. So, you know, you can talk all you want, but eventually you got to do it on the field, and he's been doing that of late. And it sounds to me, just from reading about uh, his teammates talking about him, other defensive backs, he, he's he's become a guy that takes guys to the side, talks to them a lot. Doesn't do it in front of a lot of people. His, his demeanor is very serious, business-like, and quiet on the quieter side. Is that something that he uh, that you urged him to do, or is he doing all this stuff organically? No, I think he's doing it mostly on his own and um, with good intentions. And the more you can have of that, and again, I don't think he felt comfortable doing that prior to now or, you know, maybe towards the end of last year when he started experiencing some good success. So success has a lot of... Uh, things that fall off of that that uh, help, and that's one of them. It bears fruit. Bears fruit. Bears fruit. He's, he, you know, and your relationship with him has grown equally. You know, it's 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 been a unique relationship with him, hasn't it? Well, yeah, he's he's been here since uh, we've been here, or I've been here, I should say, and it's been a good relationship. You know, the year he sat, uh, wasn't able to play because of his injury. You know, it was a tough year for everybody, and. But I like the way he's come back from that. And, um, you know, and he's just picked up where he left off last year and he's had a nice season. How would you describe your defense right now, the way it's playing? Um, well, the last couple of weeks have been obviously better than the two weeks prior to that. Um, we've done a pretty good job overall of not giving up the big play. We've done a nice job of playing the run. Both of these last two teams that uh, we played ran the ball well. That was part of the offense that they were doing very good and we've been able to control the running game without having to work extra hard to do it our guys up front Akeem and Eddie the inside backers the outside backers you know the guys that are rolling in and out of there have done a nice job everybody's getting a chance man everybody's doing something well the Bears Coaches Show with defensive coordinator Vic Fangio and WBBM's Jeff Joniak continue. Bears are blitzing as Peterman is throwing. The protection holds. He throws a contested oh, throw. There you it go. is tipped up and intercepted. Amos up with it. Amos hit from behind. Bears football at the 38-yard line of Buffalo. There for the deflection. Adrian Amos with the swipe. His second career pick, first of the season on the tip by Kyle Fuller. All right, so it all adds up right now, Bear. And I know Vic Fangio does not want to hear all the math, but it's my obligation, right, to say number one in the NFL in points off takeaways, 
two in total takeaways, two in turnover margin, two in interceptions, tied for second in forced fumbles. But this is the point I want to make, is that the number of guys that are touching the ball in these cases, so 10 players with the 14 picks, mm-hmm. that's significant, isn't it? I think so. I, I uh, kind of noticed that uh, today at some point, and we've had a lot of guys get them, which is good. I think they all feel like they can. You know, once you get one, then you know you can get two. You get two, you know you can get your third. And um, and I think it can become a little bit contagious. 12 with at least a full sack. Isaiah Irvin got his first yesterday. Is that also significant? I think so. I think it's a reflection of, uh, you know, playing a lot of guys like you alluded to earlier. Also, um, you know, different guys are rushing at different times. And so they're getting their opportunities. And, you know, it adds up. What did you think about, uh, well, not what you think, but you you were needing to use different personnel this week. Uh, so you get outside linebacker depth is always something you want at any position, actually. But you got Kylie Fitz in there. You got Isaiah Irvin rushing the passer. Um because you never know what's coming next. Uh, is that valuable to you? And to see even those guys come in in the fourth quarter. I, I know the game was decided, but just to get them out there and see Iggy get a, a tackle for loss, a sack at the end of the game there uh, for Roy Robb. I mean, those things, do they matter? I think so. You know, if you'd ask the players, they definitely would say it does. And I think any real game action you can get, even though it was in the situation that it was in yesterday, can only help you when you are called to action in when the game's not decided. So every rep is valuable. We got to talk to uh, some of the assistant coaches today up here at Hallis Hall, and I was talk- talking with uh, Glenn Pyers about um, linebacker play, and we're blowing up Danny Trevathan and, and Roquan, and he says, well, we, we still need consistency. And um, Coach Nagy said that he felt it was their best game of the year as a duo, 25 tackles and whatnot. They were flying all over the field. But I I appreciate the fact that you know, your assistants and you guys look at things a little differently than we do. We don't get caught. We get caught up in what happens, but you get caught up in the big picture, right? Yes. I mean, and I, I agree with Glenn's assessment there. I I mean, Roquan and Danny both did a lot of good things yesterday and, and have been doing a lot of good things throughout the season, but there's still plays that they can play better and be even a more significant player for us moving forward. You know, you know, we've missed a couple tackles here and there, a little late in coverage here and there, and those plays can start to add up. And, uh, you know, when we head into the second half of the season, we need to eliminate those plays. Uh, aside from that, uh, Danny helping Roquan and Roquan being the player that you saw on tape coming out of college, is that all coming to fruition in terms of his explosion, his ability to go sideline to sideline, his, his tackling ability when it's right in front of him, uh, and just to um, – there's not a lot of yards after – there was not a lot of yards after contact yesterday from your entire defense. They were just whacking people. No, uh, Roquan's um, definitely got all the, the ability that we thought he had prior to us drafting him. I still think he's um, suffering a little bit from not being in training camp. Hmm. And even when he did come to training camp, he only had a day and a half of practice with the uh, hamstring injury that he got. So he's playing very well for us, but he can play better. Where does it show up? In terms of that? Well, in coverage, you know, his zone drops, you know, understanding um, the route pickups and man coverage and those things. Uh, Let's go back to the secondary because everybody's been together now. So as you get to the midpoint of another season here, that experience and continuity, is is it now really starting to pay off? 
I think so. Anytime you, you know, most we had these guys last year, and now they've played another half a season together. You know, that's two training camps besides half a, a game, uh, full season and a half, and they get to know each other and play off each other, communicate easier, have confidence in each other, um, can communicate without being verbal, you know, just by looking at each other and, you know, make a signal or a look. So all of those little things add up. Is this defense reminding you of any you've coached? I don't like to go back. You don't back like and, to do that? No, I don't like to compare. That's fair. Uh, they are making their own mark, though. They're getting a lot of attention out there. Good. They deserve it. Um, hopefully, um, going into the second half of the season, they'll continue that, and hopefully they'll bear the fruit of their labor. The Bears Coaches Show with head coach Matt Nagy continues exclusively on the home of the Bears. News Radio 780 and 105.9 FM, WBBM. Back at the Bears Coaches Show brought to you by Whipfleet Financial Advisors, a proud partner of the Chicago Bears. And join me, Tom Thayer, and Luke Canellis for Bears Game Night Live, brought to you by IGS Energy. We'll recap every Bears game Sunday nights at 10.35 p.m. on Fox 32 Chicago. Our remaining moments with defensive coordinator Rick Fangio. Uh, again, thank you for your time, as always. Uh, before the game yesterday, uh, and this has been talked about in the league, but I just went back myself, but the league scoring average... Uh, going into yesterday was 24 points a game as the most in NFL history. You got to go back to 1948. You know, things are way different than then. Uh, is that forced you in any way to look at football differently from a defensive perspective, just with the amount of points being scored? Even yesterday, several teams, including us, scoring 40 points or more and big numbers, 35, 38, 39 point games. Well, the game has changed offensively, and that's, you know, that's driven everything so as a defense we have to adjust to it you know the biggest change is teams are playing with three wide receivers on the field a lot more than they used to so the game is spread out a lot more than it used to be on more plays than it used to be teams are throwing the ball deeper more times than they used to um, with the game with the field being spread out as much as it is um, if teams try and do a little too much on defense and, you know, one little error here or there or void a zone here or there. You know, there's just more people out there in space to make you pay for it. And I think part of the points being up, I think you would also find the amount of big plays is up. Um, you know, consequently, too, I think there are more defensive touchdowns being scored somewhat that's factoring into that, you know, be, with the more wide open play that you're seeing. But it's a little bit of everything. You know, the talent level on the offensive side of the ball has really escalated in the last few years and um, makes it tougher to and play defense. Defensive penalties, too. I mean, you could literally stand back there, throw it up, and you you may get a penalty out of it half the time. Yeah, they've, um, you know, the tie, like in baseball, say, goes to the runner. Any doubt goes to the offense in football. So, um you know, that, that you, you have to fight that battle, too. All right. Lions up. What do you think? Excuse? Detroit Lions are up. What do you think? They, um, they've they got, you know, Stafford, we all know him here. You know, he's been their quarterback for a while now. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Great arm talent, strength, arm strength, accuracy, release, mobile in the pocket. You know, they've beaten the three of the teams that they've beaten this year are the three teams that we've lost to. So that, you know, kind of tells you what kind of talent and capabilities they have. 
So it will be a tough divisional test, always is with him at quarterback and the Lions. So hopefully we'll be up to our best. Good luck in your preparation. Thank you so much. Vic Fangio, Bears defensive coordinator. Have a good night, everybody.